0: The Rock Metal Podcast, episode 650 with My Dying Bride. My Dying Bride. Rock Metal Nation, what is up? This is John from the Rock Metal Podcast. That sample you just heard was Your Broken Shore by My Dying Bride, who I've got on the show with me right now. They've got a new album called The Ghost of Orion, which released via Nuclear Blast Records on March 6th. Right now I'm being joined by Aaron to share some stories about the music and share more info about what My Dying Bride has got going on. So Aaron, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Oh, well, thank you. Great to have you on. Let's go listen back to that track, Your Broken Shore. Your yeah, Broken Shore. Bah, bah, nah, nah. Oh, no, you yeah, got broken nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Alright, come back from the track Your Broken Shore, which is, from my understanding, the first single to be released as well as opens up the album. So, definitely an important track. I remember you were saying in the pre-roll that as far as the structure of the album was concerned, you wanted to make sure that Your Broken Shore opened the album. So, I guess my big question is: what is this track about? And then, how does that lend into it opening the album?
1: Um, well, I'll answer the second part first. Um historically we've put a bit of a weird song at the beginning of our albums. Um just because we could and we, it's kind of uh, sort of upsetting the natural flow of things by having a very awkward song right at the beginning. Um but for this album we had a complete change of heart and um, we wanted to write something that was a bit more accessible um, because we'd done all the weird technical messing around and we just thought let's just put our feet up and relax for this one um and when it feels comfortable to do something let's do it and not be awkward so much so we thought which song contains all the usual sort of elements that you would expect from my dying bride and your broken shore uh ticked all those boxes and Um, The reason it's where it is on the album uh, is because, again, we wanted to load up right at the front something for everybody. Um, But when we'd constructed Your Woven Shore, I started to envision in my mind a beginning of an album and an end of an album. Um, Although it's not a concept album by any means, I quite like the fact that at the beginning, the idea is your world is fractured and in pieces and you've lost focus of what you are and where you're going and who you are in life. Um, and as you've gone on the journey, you finally get to a point at your woven short where you've sussed it out. You have figured out, right. Okay. I know what to do with my life. Now I've brought it back together. Hence the woven part. So, um, and in the middle is the solace because when you start with your broken shore, you then go on this dark, heavy journey, and it's quite oppressive to some degree. And I I use the solace as a kind of stepping stone in amongst all that heavy darkness, um, somewhere to take a breath of fresh air before you dive back in, um, and continue on this dark voyage until finally your woven shore arrives. And for me, that's like a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Um, And that's kind of how I've been expressing the album. You know, it seems like it's all doom and gloom. But at the end of it, I'd like to think that there is still something to look forward to. Um, So life is woven together again at the end. Um, With regards to what the actual song, Your Broken Shore, is about, well, it's 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 a bit uh, it's, it's a difficult one to explain really I, I just went with a feeling rather than a story, in fact there's very few um, if any narrative songs on this album um, I would normally try to include some sort of old folklore tale or something with a definitive start, middle and end um, but just thinking back, I can't think of a single song on this album that reads like a story with a proper narrative their, their thoughts and feelings um experiences and i i i collate them all apply them to andrew's music and hope that it all works out okay and uh, there was a lot of work to be done on this album but uh i'm very very happy with the final results and i'm just going to take a drink of water before i cough my head off go right ahead so So there we are. So Your Broken Shore isn't specifically about one subject. It's got different thoughts in it. And I've already seen feedback from some of the fans describing what they think it's about. And that's great, you know, to have such imaginative fans who come up with their own concepts about not just every song, uh, not just some songs, but every song. Even some of the old songs which do have a narrative, they have a definitive start, middle and end. People still read between the lines and decide it's about something completely different. Um, and that's absolutely fine. You know, to have such a creative fan base is wonderful.
0: Uh, for Rockpedition who dug the track, Your Broken Shore, and would like to create a narrative for yourself, can do so by watching the music video. Music video can be seen on today's show notes at www.therockmonopodcast.ca. Now let's go ahead and listen to the next track, Tired of Tears. Tired of Tears, baby. I want to push you with a shaking piston. Mm
2: hmm. All (laughs) right.
0: All right, coming back from the track, Tired of Tears. Now, something that you had mentioned uh, when we were chatting about your Broken Shore is that maybe the songs individually don't necessarily have a a specific definitive narrative, but there's a journey that's expressed throughout the album. So I guess my question, then it becomes more tailored to where along the journey are we with Tired of Tears?
1: Well, that song is the only song on the album that is directly related to the recent incident where my daughter was diagnosed with cancer. Um, that was a terrible time. Uh, she was only five years old, and y- you think, y- you think that cancer is mainly for older people, and it's shocking when an older person is diagnosed with cancer. When a five-year-old is diagnosed with cancer, it is off the scale, mind-blowing. It's just, it's like being punched in the chest. There's nothing else like it. Um, And so she battled for a a year and a half, two years, and is still recovering today. Um, She's eight years old now. That's how long these things go on for. Um, And that's why my dying bride took a hiatus of five years. The the previous album, Feel the Misery, was out five years ago, and we haven't played live for three years um, because, obviously, I was focused on on her. Um, Now, I couldn't fill the ghost of Orion with songs about this recent times, because it would have made the album such a dark and awful place to be. I would have never wanted to listen to it. And we'd certainly never play any of the songs live. And you can't really do that. Um, But I had to write about it at some point. So tired of tears is, is, is that, and it's, it's obviously, I mean, the the title is exactly how I felt after a while, you know when you've when you've cried for such a long time um there's a physical a physical pain there your muscles actually ache your tear ducts of being in overdrive, and your body is a wreck as well as your mind and i was I was in the hospital one day and I just thought I am so tired of tears, but they can't they won't stop you know they just don't stop you've got no control over it because of the fragility of what's happening. You're walking on a tightrope and you've no idea what's going to happen. Um, So I I had to write something about it. And, you know, on on the next album, there'll be something else touching on this subject. Uh, Again, I won't be able to fill the album with that sort of material because it's too much. And indeed, for the rest of my life, I will touch upon this area because it's so personal and so powerful. Um, And each time you... Do that <coughs> excuse me you um, it's like you release a little bit of stress so it's good to talk about it it's good to get it out of your system because if you don't it just builds and builds and builds and you can feel it it's almost like a physical thing like there's a weight on your head and it's pressing down and something will happen to you if you don't talk about it or express it in such a way and um, so so i do and i need to do it and i'll always do it and i might bore people to death with it sometimes but it's it, it needs to be done for my own sanity so tired of tears is uh is related to that uh, particularly nasty part of my life
0: yeah absolutely and absolutely fantastic that she is still alive and fighting it off
1: yeah i mean it was tough you know she was in a wheelchair for a long time obviously she lost her hair like you know, it's it, it, like you expect to see, and she had a tube up her nose because children with cancer don't eat anymore, and she didn't eat for nine months. So we had to prepare this feed, and it went through. You, know, you have a backpack on, and you feed her through this tube three times a day, as well as injecting all kinds of shit into her. And it's just, it's really hard. Um, but you, you know, people say, "How did you cope?" We've well, got no choice. You can't you can't just eject yourself out of the situation. You can't run away from it. You just hope that the, each step you take is a step in the right direction, and that things will mend over time. And they they seem to have got there. So um, you know, she still has to go for scans every three months, and we've just got the letter through saying, you know here's the next date. And that's like Russian roulette, you know, because you take your child in, they get scanned and then you sit around for a couple of hours waiting for the results and you just hope and you keep your fingers crossed that there'll be nothing there on the scans. Um, and we'll have to live with that for years to come, but it is what it is. You know, you are trying to deal with it the way
0: we can and, um, it's
1: tough, but we get on with
0: it. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, for Rock Nation who dug the track "Tired of Tears," and we'll let us check out the music video. Can do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. And for Rock Nation who is just frothing at the ears of what they've heard from Your Broken Shore and tired of tears, we'll be super excited to know that via Nuclear Blast Records on March sixth came a full album called "The Ghost of Orion." Now, since the album has been out for a couple of weeks, it's time of recording this. My first question is. Um, I guess. How does it feel to have the album released, and how's the reaction been so far?
1: It's good to get it out because uh, it took a long time to record. Um, because we, Nuclear Blast, obviously were fully aware of what was going on with my daughter, and so there was no deadline for the album, um, and that was quite a, a good thing actually. It meant that um, Andrew, the main guitar player, main songwriter, um, he could look at some of the songs that were finished and decide right, okay, that riff can be made better and because there's no deadline let's take advantage of the time we've been given to make sure there are no um, no dodgy riffs in there everything's got to be a class and if there's any B class riffs we need to look at them and make them better (coughs) while we've got time to do it Um, so the album was pretty much recorded before I went to the studio because I was so focused on my daughter the music meant nothing to me and um, it was only when she started getting better that I decided to try and rejoin the band. And it was a real struggle. You know, the lyrics took a while to write and then the recording took forever. I think the vocals took nearly a year to record on and off because Andrew had raised the bar musically. You know, we, we've advanced since the last album, um, but I was still stuck in the past. So I'm, I waltz in thinking I can just do anything on this album and, and get away with it. but it's just not the case anymore you know you if you don't bring your a-game to the table then it will stand out like a sore thumb so I had a lot of hard work to do to get this album to sound the way it does um, so finally, when it finally came out you know it was, it was more relief than anything else there, there was no celebration you know it came out on March the 6th and um, I think we sent a text I sent a text to Andrew saying, uh, congratulations, uh, and he sent one back saying, yeah, great. <laughs> there was no party. <laughs> there, was, there was nothing really. Um, just, I think, relief for all of us that we got over some serious hurdles, and we're back again. And we're just mopping our brow thinking, wow, look what we've survived. And look at the, the end game. Look at what's turned out at the end. Um, so very thrilled to have it out. Um, and relieved.
0: Very cool stuff. All right. Well, Aaron, unless there's anything that you wanted to mention that I did not bring up, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast.
1: Oh, I've enjoyed it. Thanks very much. And, uh, yeah, because of this coronavirus, we're not sure if any of our summer festivals that we've booked are actually going to take place. First festival's already been cancelled, unfortunately. Um... looking at June though I mean you you don't know June um, it could be wild this corona thing and everything could be in lockdown Or it could be over so really no idea what the uh, what the touring schedule is now for the rest of the year Um, and as I mentioned there's an EP um, coming out later in the year no date for it yet Um, but if you like the album the EP was recorded exactly the same time so it's, it's 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 familiar to you if you like the album you should like the EP too
0: Everyone, big thanks again to my dying bride for coming on and sharing her music with us. Make sure to head over to www.therockmetalpodcast.ca to get all the information on the show you just heard today.
2: Well, guys.